It's your own damn fault, you guys mock grown-ups. Go ahead and mock us, but don't you forget, life is a game, so fight for survival and find out if you're worth it. Hello, this is the Science Fiction Rating System Podcast. My name's Alex Humphrey and I am joined by Sam Draper. Hey Sam. Hello there. Hey, konnichiwa. 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 Okay, don't need to do a voice. Uh, And uh, Chris Redding. Hey. Hey Chris, how are you? Excellent. Good. good, good. Yes, we're back. We were away. Um, I mean, were we were away? Well, we put we an interview away. up, so we kind of yeah, there was, half I mean, away. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you have do? your jabs, and then you all started just cancelling. <sighs> yeah, exactly. I'd ha- I hate I to know what would jab. happen if you just got the virus. Yeah, I know. Like, God, I podcast cancelled. Yeah, podcast <laughs> over. Yeah, yeah. I have my jab. Let's blame it on that. Um, but anyway, we're back. We're back with Battle Royale. The 2000 Japanese controversial film. It was controversial in Japan. Um, I guess we're doing it because it came out on a limited edition 4K UHD Blu-ray from Arrow quite recently. Uh, I've got the box set that came out before that, um, which is a really nice box set. Loads of art cards and stuff in it. Haven't you got that one, Sam? I have, yes. The, uh... mm. Yeah. So we can conclude that me and Sam have seen this one before. <laughs> yes. Chris Redding, have you seen Battle no. Royale before? Okay. Had you heard of it at least? Yes, I had, and I thought it was an old, older film for some reason. Oh, okay. That's interesting. Everyone was like, oh, it's really, really good, and I was like, mm. oh, okay. I, I've, I, was, I think I was getting it mixed up with some like a, an old Kung Fu movie or something. Mm. That's fair enough. No, it's mm. a film people reference. Yeah. It's sometimes smugly and annoyingly in a, oh, it's just like Battle Royale. They normally, <laughs> I think that's probably what they were saying to you probably, Chris, wasn't yeah. it? I think it was because obviously there was that period of time where all team movies were like, well, like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. When, when did you last see Alex? Uh, a really long time ago. Yeah, I think it's well over a decade since I last saw it. Yeah, I'd forgotten a lot of it, in yeah. fact. And in fact, I think I saw the second one more recently than I saw this one. I, I'd I clearly never seen it on a on a like a bigger than a little TV, like a university TV, because it mm. looked so different on a big screen. You know what I mean? Like mm. it's it's weird when you see yeah. something like on a home cinema rather than like some shitty fourteen inch CRT screen. <laughs> it's a different experience. So it was yeah, interesting. Well, yes, the Battle Royale, directed by, uh, I'm going to say all these names wrong, Kinji Fukasaka. Uh, Fukasaku. Fukasaku, thank you. Uh, A director with 40 years of filmmaking and over 60 credits between 61 and his death, sadly, while making Mm -hmm. Battle Royale 2 in 2003. And the screenplay was by his son. Mm -hmm. Uh, Interesting. And his son picked up the directorial... Uh, duties didn't he with the second one and kind of finished it off yeah Yeah. interestingly the other credit his son had is the Blade anime series which is actually really good the Marvel one it's got actually got a really good story yeah the story is actually really really interesting anyway whatever Uh, and it's from the novel by Tushon Taki uh, Takam Taka Takami Takami yeah I think Takami yeah so that's uh, that's your kind of uh that's your background on it. Um, loads and loads and loads of people in the cast, but I mean, you, you kind of there's main people and side people. I mean, the most famous person is Takashi Kitano, or Beat Takashi, which people probably recognise now from Ghost in the Shell, the remake, because he was in that. Um, yeah, he was, wasn't he? Yeah. Uh, Plot wise, or from Takeshi's Castle, or Takeshi's Castle, as voiced by uh, Craig Charles. <laughs> Uh, which actually, yeah, a lot of, lot of people are probably much more familiar with that than they realise. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that was on, what, Channel 4 or Challenge? Challenge, like, Challenge TV, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, Challenge TV. Yeah, it was just on endlessly, wasn't it? Yeah. And I think kind of weirdly, the broadcast of that is probably was very influential in our obsession with that kind of game show now. Because we've got a lot of our own. Like white and stuff like that. Yeah. Also, I bet because of Battle Royale is why that got like transformed over isn't it because it is kind of like a pg version of battle royale in a way isn't it because they start with mm. 100 and they get knocked out at these different rounds oh yeah yeah yeah. i, I yeah. always want to go on that you know last round there's like laser cars and they're going around oh, yeah. the thing i'd love to go <laughs> yeah. on that i've never i never saw anyone win that ever though. i, I can remember impossible. like i remember at least once it's like such an like amazing event someone definitely yeah. won it but yeah oh, it was okay. very rare <laughs> and the best ones when they get there like in some, like two seconds you just wipe them all out <laughs> it's an anticlimax <laughs> oh we should do a, a takeshi's castle show it's good yeah 
Yeah, there's a we lot of episodes. We haven't Running Man yet, have we? we have, oh, yeah. we did. Yeah, yeah, we did. That was the nostalgia uh, mm-hmm. yeah, episode. We were all we did. disappointed. Yeah. Seemed to remember. You were so disappointed, you blanked it out of your memory. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there you go. Um, so the background, plot-wise, and is I'll just rip it from the opening text. At the dawn of the millennium, the nation collapsed. At 15% unemployment, 10 million were out of work... 800,000 students boycotted the schools, the adults lost confidence, and fearing the youth eventually passed the Millennium Education Reform Act, a.k.a. the BR Act. And basically... Why is it called BR Act? Battle Royale. Battle Royale, yeah. Because even in the Japanese, like, he still writes B and R in Arabic on the board. That's Japanese, like, culture, isn't it? They do a lot of, like, things, and they'll show a little bit of English stuff like that. Yeah. And also, isn't the film in Japan, it's called like, it's like Batawaru Rarawaru, isn't it? Something like that. It's like literally um, like a, a kanji translation of the British words. Also, 15% unemployment. Some countries would kill for that. <laughs> it's, it's true. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Um, but yeah, as Chris kind of mentioned, the plot of this will be very kind of brain achingly familiar to anyone who's seen oh, so many films. Uh, and it really is just a ton of kids are put on an island and they have to fight to the death. And that kind of really is, that's really the main plot. I mean, you know, there's lots, lots, lots more to it, and that's why it's so good. But if you want the kind of bare-knuckle bones of it, that's kind of where we're at, isn't it? Or anybody who's played Fortnite. Yes. Yeah, or like I mean, one yes. of those sorts of games. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I, I so. didn't realise just how much Fortnite does take from Battle Royale. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like yeah. lots of it, yeah. Oh, wow. Before we start, I have to ask, which version did you see? Because there's a the, the one normal... With... Sorry. Yeah, there's a normal version or a special edition. And I saw I the special actually... edition. Right, yeah, so I just saw the normal version. But you know what the difference is? Well, all the stuff in the special edition was added afterwards, it's, which is you quite get, shocking. You get to the end of the film, right? And then yeah. it just brings up this thing goes like Requiem 1, and it shows you like a longer version of all the dream sequences for the film. Oh. So the film has okay. ended. I think there's another couple of shots or something in it that are, in, that are like it's extra. It's eight minutes. Yeah. It's eight minutes more, and it's to do with flashbacks and, yeah, three epilogues. That's basically. it, yeah. It's stupid. Like, the film's over. It's, it's the one of the bouncing ball in the in the gym, uh, the yeah. one with uh, Beat Takeshi on the beach. yeah. And then I, I saw was. that one. That's the one I saw. Uh, okay. Yeah, because they're they're in the film, but then they are again at the end of the film. Yes. They're like at the very end of it. Yeah, it's really weird. Yeah. Mm. That's kind yeah. of why I didn't really understand the ending very no. much. Yeah, well, no, bit. and it's also weird to know that that was all. Not only is that that's not even ex- it's footage filmed after it was released and then added added on, so it's not even the original. What like. No, it's yeah, not. It can't that... be because it's not. It's the same dream sequences from the from the main film. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I've got that. It's it, it's like a load of spare footage. Yeah, they are yeah, newly filmed after the release of the original. It's like when you I've know got. when these deleted scenes on VHSs. It's like like that, and at the end oh, of the film, okay. they've got a couple of. It says there's extra CGI as well. So yeah, I read that as well, but I don't know what that is because there's not much. No, it's not much CGI. There's some bad blood CGI, isn't there? But that's about it. Yeah, really. true. Um, interestingly. Uh, the guy that directed it, he said he directed it because when he was 15 years old, he worked in a munitions factory in World War Two, and uh, one day it came under artillery fire and basically the children couldn't escape and they dived under tables and basically loads of them got killed and they, or the people, the surviving people had to dispose of the corpses and at that point he basically like, had this revelation that perhaps the Japanese government were lying to them about what was going on yeah. and he basically started hating adults from that point on and that's why he was like so passionate about kind of directing Where was he then film. if he had that artillery being hit? Yeah, he just said he was artillery. in a munitions factory in World War Two. Yeah. But... It's kind of, that is the kind of core of the controversiality of this film, especially in Japan. It's the kind of adults versus children or teenagers, isn't it? That's what you're kind of... Uh, yeah, that's not make any that sense at all. riles people up. Um, anyway, the beginning is quite odd because the beginning shows almost the end of another battle royale. Mm. So it's the end of, I guess, the previous one, which we see lasted two days. And... It's odd as well because the way they show it is it's like it's a TV thing because it's getting covered quite a lot by the media, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. Like who's won and like they're trying to interview her and stuff. But then within the film, it appears that the Battle Royale isn't broadcast or Mm. really that well known about. Mm. Did you get that sense? 
I thought it was definitely a disconnect about the idea that there was no footage at all of it compared to that first mm. bit. But then I thought, well, it doesn't mean it's not known about it, does it? It means it's just they just don't show it until they get mm. off, I suppose. But yeah, I think what's it, the point of it? I don't understand. It's just like if it. Do you mean what's the con- what's the point? Yeah, because it doesn't really teach anyone anything because they're all dead. It's control, isn't it? It's just super, it's just scaremongering and scare tactics against the youth. Yeah, the the thing like the youth don't know about it. That's the, that's the thing I don't get as well. Like when they're in the first gun, then they're like, "Have you heard about her on?" No one's heard of it. Yeah, yeah, like it doesn't make sense, does it? They should have all heard it. Like, oh fuck, we've you know, we've it should be now. like, "Don't fuck with me, or you're going to battle royale." Yeah, yeah. No, that is. I mean, that is a weird. Like I, I thought that this time. That does seem a bit of a weird disconnect because again, one of the tropes of this now would be that this thing is broadcast and everyone, and everyone knows about it, it yeah. and everyone yeah. knows about it and you know i mean if it's just a teacher who was wronged and just went on a wild like made this whole thing up like to get back at the students who were taking the piss out of him or something mm. you can it makes sense because it's just like he just wants to kill them all yeah but as a state run thing it doesn't make any sense Mm. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, I can see what you say. There is a bit of a, but I mean, I do think there's quite a few bit. There are a few bits in this film that there are a little bit kind of you're like left questioning a little bit. I don't know. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So there's this. There's that bit at the beginning, and then suddenly we kind of flash back <clears throat> to a class photo of uh, class B, which is the class that are taking place in this one, this battle royale, and we meet the main character Shuya, and basically we meet him as his dad hangs himself uh, with his. Trousers His down, pants down, yeah. Pants down. What's going on uh, there? Toilet roll with like. Is it a gum. David Carradine sort of situation? Do you think? Oh, I don't know. It's just really <laughs> super grim, isn't it? It's just like a horrible opening. Uh, and then you see Beat Takashi as who was their teacher, and he's been attacked by a knife by uh, Shuya's friend. Mm. Um, and it's all quite a lot of cheesy music, isn't there? And kind of like it's very like high schooly at this point, and uh, kind of odd, but. Um, then it flashes and they're all on a bus going somewhere. And as yeah, as mm. like Chris said, they don't really know where they're going. They just feel like... They're just told it's like an end-term trip, aren't they? School trip or yeah. something, yeah. Uh, but then they go in a tunnel and basically everyone gets gassed. Um, it, uh, and um, then they're suddenly like dragged into a room I, with all these devices around their neck. I love that bit with the gassing though. You know when he wakes up? Yeah. It's so sinister when he goes to the front of the coach and they're just there with the gas masks on. Yeah. It's a really cool uh, visual bit. Yeah. Yeah, I, think, I mean, the setup. I think this bit is really, really good. Yeah, and he's um, straight into it as well. Like, no fucking around, is there? Like, yeah. Just, yeah, 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 yeah. And they're all there, aren't they? In their uniforms, and you've got the two other kids, uh, Kawada and Kiriyama, yeah. who are like the kind of. Uh, I mean, they look trouble from start, don't they? <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. So there's been two uh, two kids have been added into the class, um, and I mean, you are you do think as well straight away that they must be like kind of um, veterans. Yeah, exactly, like winners who've come back. Like, you do feel yeah. it is a bit like that. Uh, yes, and then, as I said, uh, Takashi Kitano comes in uh, playing uh, the uh, the kind of leader of it all, Kitano Sensei, he's called. Um, and, yeah, he's their ex-teacher, and it just seems to be a coincidence that he left the job and ended up being the <laughs> leader of this uh, yeah. uh, this thing. I mean, he hates children. I guess that was, he was quite... Uh, it's weird, though, like, what's the... Like, why is he, like... Because he's not military, is he? And he's in his no. tracksuit, and he's, like... Doesn't really seem no. to get on the military very much. So, like, what is... I mean, I still no. sort of involvement as why... Is it that, like, it's always the teacher of the class who's in charge of it? Is that what it is, maybe, do you think? Like, has it got to be a familiar face, maybe, to, like, ease the... Because they killed the teacher of the class, don't they? There's that great bit where oh, they, yeah, of course, the, yeah, they show they, yeah. the, the teacher's just dead. <laughs> and wheel him in for no reason at all. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, and basically, if you know, if, you, if there's a baddie, it is... Uh, Kitano's kind of the baddie. Like, he's the ringleader, it seems. Yeah, of the military. Yeah, I think it's almost like you get... There's like a... Um, it's like the paramilitary version of the PE department. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Or I mean, I thought it was almost a bit like like uh, the prisoner. Like he's like the kind of um, uh, which one? It's like who that they brought in as like yeah, like number two or number, whatever, yeah, whichever one it two. was. Number two to be it. like, but just for that for, for these kids, maybe like you say, maybe they just find some adult who wanted revenge. And yeah, I think that's what it must to, be. It must be like a, a person from their past every time, maybe. Yeah, 
Um, and I mean, as he is a game show presenter, he is kind of like. I mean, he, he was a massive international star as well. But still, at the oh time, yeah, I yeah. Think he was well, Takeshi's like Castle that. was all in the eighties, wasn't it? it? It was all filmed in the eighties. Yeah. That was so that had all been been and gone by this point. So he's already like yeah. a big major dude. Yeah. So yeah, the kids are all screaming and kind of freaking out. No one really knows what's going on. Um, and then brilliantly. He's just like, right, we're just going to all watch this video now and puts this like this Amazing. shitty little TV Brilliant. and puts this video on uh, with this girl. And the web, she has a website behind her, which that website doesn't exist anymore. Battleworld.co.jp, like, isn't it? Something it's like that. It's br.com. Oh, is it, gone? it just doesn't <laughs> exist. Yeah, like, why would you not, yeah, why would you not keep that website up? Like, um, yeah, yeah, 54 99 a year. I know, it's so tempting. Um, yeah, there's this great little cheerful presenter. Like, um, this is my favorite bit of the film. This this whole yeah. uh, and I love the way he's like sitting on the table. And he's like talking back. to I love the, the way it like, just like he keeps pausing it. They start fucking each other up, and then you just restart. Like it just yeah. keeps getting restarted. Well, yeah, but he just restarted. But he also throws a knife into one's throat, doesn't he? On the one point, <laughs> yes. which is yeah. pretty good as well. Yeah, so this is the first, as you said, this is the first person to die. Is uh, the first girl to die gets a knife in her head. For talking, yeah. um, so she's dead, and Classic. this is where they they bring in the uh, the thing that lasts throughout the whole film, which is having a title for every single person that dies and how many more there are mm. left. Uh, so I mean, it's got like it's got its kind of stylistic tropes, its stylistic uh, motifs that it really it really puts in early, doesn't it? And it sticks yeah. to them quite well, I think. This film, it's quite arty in a way. Oh, it is it? those bits where it goes to black with the text down yeah. it which seems to be people's there? thoughts yeah I don't know I what that is I, th- I thought they seemed to be when people were thinking things right yeah because it's not stuff people say out loud the w- I think the one is but it might be that she's thought it before something and then said it I think the last yeah. one is something that's said afterwards but yeah maybe uh, yes so we get we go through the video and basically it's all the uh, it's all the rules so there, I mean you've got to love a presentational video to explain the whole movie Oh, that'd be great. We should have just done this as a video. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but that, that's just a classic way of explaining a movie, yeah. right? Just do a really totally. good presentational vision. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's a really fun yeah. way of doing it. Oh, yeah. She's great, that actress. And, very, and it's quite Japanese as well, isn't it? I like Japanese, how yeah. she's like, hello, and then the guy's like, hello. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> isn't he sat with his like, legs swinging as well on the edge of the desk? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bit? Like he's like, yeah. <laughs> so relaxed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so you've got uh, the, the zones on the island, and zones can be activated because they're all wearing these necklaces. Casio watches around the necks. Exactly, and if they activate the zone and you're not out of it, your head blows off. And to demonstrate this, he activates uh, Nobu, <laughs> yeah, Nobu, who's the yeah. bloke who stabbed him in the le- le- yeah. leg. Uh, and yeah, I mean that's a pretty like you see his head blow up. It's pretty. I mean the violence in this is pretty pretty good like it's pretty out there in a good if way if he I ran think. and like grabbed the PE teacher and like oh, held yeah. his head against the necklace as it blew oh yeah you'd, you'd kill him wouldn't you, you I don't know that. I think it blows up in doesn't it it like, goes into the neck doesn't it but it goes maybe you see yeah. the spurt comes out the top of the watch mm. so, like it's going like <laughs> like, like that into them I've almost it to myself <laughs> yeah don't blow your own head up <laughs> Uh, yeah, so yeah, there's um, yeah, the time limit on the game should can only be three three days. I think they just blow everyone's head off if if no one wins. I mean, in Fortnite, the game it's a shrinking island, you know. Oh, really? the, the, yeah, you're like it's like a zone you have to be in, and if you're in the wrong bits, you die. There's a time on it and stuff. It's very mm. very similar. Yeah, they do mention it's an impartial lottery, and that's how they've got there. But like you say, it's a bit odd that the kids. Well, they're don't all from know. the same class, though, aren't they? So yeah, but I mean, the, the class lost the lottery. It's not that they're like particularly bad. It's like everyone's up for it, and yeah, every every class of that age. Chris is, is up right. For it's it. a, it's a very flawed. It's it's yeah, lucky really they rush through it and get onto the killing because it is a it's not very well thought out. <laughs> no, the governmental side of it is not as well thought out. <laughs> I want to read the book Let's and see if that's like more of a <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. So anyway, uh, they uh, all get bags, and uh, you get uh, basically you've got your you've, they've got their school bags weirdly. Uh, but they all get these kind of kit bags, which <laughs> seem to have. Uh, oh, they have personal items for the girls. Oh yes. Um, oh, you get you get. Sorry, I've written it down. Food, water, a map, a compass, a flashlight, and a weapon. And all the weapons are different. 
and uh, we'll come back to weapon later in our uh, game we've got to play. Uh, so yeah, so yeah, so and there's that great bit where she's like, "Oh, you could be lucky," and she's got that big axe, and she's like, "Oh, like, like that." Um, yeah, so then it kind of comes up that it begins, and it, I think it's really good the way they show literally every person leaving. It's not like everyone. How, it's pretty. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's not a lot of all though. It's about fifteen, yeah. isn't the show? Yeah. Yeah. And How does the video, which is like a video they must play all the time, got the it knows names. all their names? Yeah, all of that as well. Yeah. Just get her to refilm it. They just ring that woman up. Oh, we've got a new class for you. Can you film it? It would just names? be better if the PE teacher was reading the register, I thought. I yeah, like, uh, or like you know, the Simpsons at Camp Crossy when he goes, Welcome, to, yeah. welcome the uh, camp organizer, Mr. Black. They've like dubbed his voiceover. <laughs> they should have yeah, like, yeah. dubbed a different voiceover it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I guess so. Um, and basically, pretty much as soon as they get outside, it kicks off because... It's brilliant. It's, this, this first bit is fantastic. Because Shuya leaves, who we're following, is, and he's... Basically, what did you think about Shuya, who is the main character? Because he's quite kind of... He cries a lot. He's very emotional, isn't he? He's annoying. He's a little bit annoying. He's very passive. He doesn't really. It's tough though because you need that character, don't you? You can't just yeah. have him come out and be like, "Yeah, I was born to this," you know. Yeah. At least with the guy who is that, he's a veteran. He's got that excuse. Yeah. But... So I mean, he comes out and he the first, but he basically comes into bumps into a girl with an arrow through her throat. Amazing. Mm. That, you know that guy who fires the arrow. I say to Lucy, that would be me, fact, right? I get the best weapon with the crossbow. <laughs> Yeah, the crossbow. Yeah. I get the best weapon. Come out, get a kill early on. Be like, yes, fucking brilliant. And then just fall over and get shot in the head straight away. That's like, yeah, yeah. tell me what happened. <laughs> I got this. No, no problem. <laughs> Shit, I fall down a bank. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I quite like how it is quite realistic. How people like are a bit rubbish with the weapons. Yeah. and it's it's really like... well like shot. How fast and like chaotic this first oh, is. It's yeah. like a real like. They're all like stumbling into each other and like well, this weapons is, are changing wrote, hands. This is only twenty minutes. We're twenty minutes in at this point. Now yeah. everyone's like the, the kind of main game has started. Um, Shuya and Noriko, who's the the female, is the kind of like the romantic interest. They've basically decided to, they're going to stick together and they're going to stick together whatever. And their weapons are a pan lid and a pair of binoculars. So yeah. I mean, they are kind of fucked. Basically, this isn't. It's not yeah. a good draw. Um, and yeah, he's basically just super positive that you know everyone's going to be okay, and they're all going to like gang up, and everyone's. And then you see her be like, "Oh, I don't think everyone's that nice," and you see her getting bullied and called an ugly shrimp, um, and like locked in the toilets and stuff. So I think it is what the film plays with quite well is the kind of that teenagers are pretty shitty, aren't they? Like you know, school is hard, and it is a pretty you know. Brief. They do a good job of having like every archetype of like a. Of a teenager, aren't they? Like they've got the crazy yeah. one, the the bad ones, the gangs, yeah. the you know everyone's there, the mm. dweebs, the yeah, <clears throat> yeah, yeah, the jocks, the yeah. jocks. So you get uh, the of the two uh, like the two boys that are the kind of buy-ins. Kiri Kiri Yamano, is that his name? I think that's his name. Kiriyama. Kiriyama. You, there's a great bit where he's on the beach. And there's like five of the kids all there, and he's there with his paper fan, and they're all just like, "Oh, you, you know, you idiot!" And he just basically just slays all of them. <laughs> yes, yeah. And then he just does that's proper, good that bit. Well, yeah, and he starts doing the most logical thing, which is just collecting everyone's weapons up in yeah. a big bag. Um, but he um, he puts back the the nunchuck, doesn't he? Which is yeah. is that a, a Bruce Lee reference? You think? Oh, I don't know, maybe. Yeah, yeah. probably. Because he doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't take everything, does he? Yeah. So he literally just leaves that. Yeah, and then kind of from here on in the film, really the structure is that you're obviously following the main characters, but then you're getting these almost little vignettes of different different kids and what happens to them. And mm. so, like, there's these two people that just there's a girl who doesn't take a bag, and then she just throws herself off a cliff, doesn't she? And yeah. just kills herself. Yeah. Um, and you, and then you've got like. There's that. There's a thing about the boy who's got the tracker and he's looking for a certain girl. Yeah, isn't he? So there's quite a lot the of hackers. Like, yeah, you've got the hackers. <laughs> so <laughs> they're the, the three boys that find somehow they know they'd heard about that that there's a computer terminal somewhere. Uh, no, that makes sense either, does it? Either no, no, not it's really. Weird yeah. on yeah. an island. Yeah, I don't know about which that. which is the completely derelict as well. They're making, yeah. you know. <laughs> 
Uh, but yeah, uh, there's also Mitsuko, who is the girl with the weird scythe thing. She's the best. Who, yeah, who's just a complete psycho. Yeah. She seems to be super into the whole game and starts really slaying people. Um, and then, so that's going on. And then again, like Hunger Games, you have Kitano basically announcing like who's died, which is mm. so much like Hunger Games. I mean, yeah. that is like... Exactly. But a lot better in this because it's, it's Peter Keshi doing it like a sort of a... Yeah. Not good yeah. enough. He's good, yeah. you know, he's not very casual about it all, isn't he? Yeah. It's funny because I read that they're supposed to be making... An American remake of this has been in development since the early 2000s. And Roy Lee obtained the rights. But after Hunger Game, he basically said, audience would see it as just a copy of Hunger Games. Most of them wouldn't know that Battle Royale came first. It's unfair, but that's the reality. Mm. So basically, he, he just left it. But then he, he I think... Once it's been so long after Hunger Games, they might then go back to Battle Royale. But inevitably, eventually, they'll get to, won't they? You know, mm. in some form. I think I read there might be a TV series, which could work. Mm. But I don't know. I think what works about this film is you have these little mini little episodes play out, and they're super like emotional and super over the top. But then they're over. It's not mm. dragged out, you know. And there's this quite a weird sappy music, isn't there? And lots of stuff about. Oh, there's that there's that really weird one where they're like, I think you're cool. And he's like, oh, I just wanted to hear him say I was cool. Or something like, there's mm. just some proper weird bits, aren't there? Like, the one who's like, I like, on a job. I like it how it's just like, yeah. Done, 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 move on, done. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. Good. Um, the guy that uh, Shuya kills a guy uh, with an axe accidentally. Um, you remember that bit? So yeah. he's like defending himself. Well, he's got his pot lid. Yeah, with a stupid pot lid. Uh, that guy uh, basically entertained the uh, the cast because he brought his uh, rock band down to uh, to do like to perform for the rest of the cast while they were doing. Because I guess his his shoot was pretty pretty quick. <laughs> cool man. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah. So I guess plot wise. Uh, Shuya and Noriko end up meeting up with Kawada. Yeah, that's the main thread, isn't it? Yes, who is the other buy-in. And what did you think of him as the character? Were you like... I mean, Chris, what did you think? Did you think he was a good guy, bad guy? No, I mean, I think they kind of look like bad guys from the the outset. I think we're supposed to think they're bad guys. Yeah. And um, I don't know. I I wouldn't say I really... Other than the main two, the girl yeah. and the boy, I don't really pull for any other character. You didn't, you didn't have any like favourites. You were kind of no. like not no, even Mitsuko. probably the PE teacher is my favourite. Yeah, yeah. To be honest, yeah. I mean, it is one of those films that, as an adult watching it, is very different, like to watching it if you were a teenager. Because I, was yeah. with, I'm with Katano quite a lot of the way through it. I was like, yeah, they are yeah. fucking annoying. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah. I would have released some dangerous animals onto the onto the island as well, probably. Yeah, more yeah. Than, you know, like some some sort of mutant mutant animals romping yeah, like through the T-Rexes forest or whatever. Or yeah. The funny thing about Kawada for me was that I remembered when I saw him I was like, oh, well, that guy's cool, and yeah. then I couldn't really work out why I thought that, and then as it got close to the end, I kind of realised why. Yeah, I'd kind of forgotten, like you know, the whole arc. His film is the arc, isn't it? Really, the, yeah, his, his story. Yeah. Well, he has that, this weird thing, it's a bit like the Joker, where he keeps saying his dad has different jobs, yeah. <laughs> which is Joker, a bit of this it? weird little, like, yeah. his little thing. It's like, oh, my dad's a chef. Oh, my dad's this, like that. But, yeah, they team up with him anyway, um, uh, and because they need help, I think, because um, one of them's injured. Um, oh, yeah, because she's injured. The girl's yeah. been injured. And it, well, he says to right, the starters, and he says, like, I know, I know a way out of here. Um, yeah. But he just won't, won't tell him what it is. But he says, like, stick with me and I'll get you off the island, basically. Yeah, he? yeah, exactly. So, yeah, so you've got kind of like, yeah, you've got those three there. You've got the three hackers who are building a bomb and yeah, trying to and hack hacking. and hacking uh, the main kind of system of the uh, system of the uh, whole thing. And then, yeah, all these like kind of little, int- these other little stories kind of popping up all over the place. Um, and... Uh, yeah, then you've got basically... Oh, yeah, so then Kiri, uh, Kiriyama comes and attacks where they're all holed up in the medical centre. Oh, that's there's cool. Kind of, yeah, there's a pretty good battle here, isn't there? He throws the head in with the uh, oh, grenade. <laughs> yeah, with the grenade in his mouth, yeah. 
yeah, that is really good. Yeah, that is really, really good. Um, yeah. Um, we're kind of, this is where this ends, is the end of day one. So uh, we can play the game now, which is called Boys versus Girls, Battle Royale mm-hmm. Boys versus Girls. Okay? We're not going to all, like, try and kill each other and only one of us survives. It's a bit, <laughs> it's a bit like Top Trumps, okay? Right, okay. okay. So I have got, I've got all the students listed and what weapon they got. I can't remember their names. Hold on. You don't need to know their names, Chris. It's a very okay. simple thing. So every student has a number, 1 to 21. Yeah? Mm. Yeah. You guys have got to decide who's going to be boys, who's going to be girls. Okay. And then you say a number, yeah. and I will tell you who that... What well, I won't say the name, but I'll tell you what weapon that was. Mm. And then the other person's number, what weapon that was, and we'll decide who the winner was, and we'll see how, who gets the most wins. Okay. 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 So, you know... Yeah. Okay, so yeah. who wants to be, who's going to be girls, who's going to be boys? I'll be girls. You're going to be girls, okay, so Chris is girls. Lads, uh, lads, 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 lads. Lads, lads, uh, on this side. Right, so, so Chris, uh, girls first, what number do you want? What student number do you want? So you've got one to 21. <laughs> uh, 10. I'll probably pick the one that's killed in this classroom or something. Yes, yeah, so number 10 uh, is Hiro Shimuzi. She's got a Colt M1 911 semi-automatic pistol. Yeah, I'll do that. This is a pretty good opener, okay? So who are you going to pick against that one with boys? I don't know, do I? I just no, got to pick just, a number. You just right, got to pick okay. a number and hope just that that weapon's going to go I'm against I'm going to go for it. one. Number one. Uh, crossbow, that yeah, was. Crossbow the guy, guy, yeah, yeah, the guy with the crossbow. I'm sorry, but... Uh, Crossbow's that's... probably got better range yeah. than a handgun. I- I'm sniping him from a bush. Than a semi-automatic pistol? Yeah, because think? he's wandering around going, oh, what am I doing? I'm just like... Pistol. Pew! You can't do much with a pistol... So you're close. ...range, I don't uh, think. Okay. I think he'd have taken me out before I even knew he was there, probably. You think so? Yeah. I'm, a, I'm a classic okay. sniper. All right, then. We're and get... it's silent as well. Yeah. We're going to have Sam for the w- first win, then. Okay. <laughs> So that was one versus ten. B one versus uh, B one. We're doing all forty. No, we don't have to do all forty. <laughs> <laughs> Strap in. Okay, next one. Is it me you first can... now? Yeah, Sam gets to pick first. What, what I'm going to go for twenty-seven. Uh, it goes up to twenty-one, as I said. Oh right, sorry. Yes, uh, <laughs> se- se- seventeen. I meant yes, seventeen. Seventeen is Mitsuri Numai Colt Python three five seven revolver. Mm. So, Chris, gonna, what are you going to go I'm, for? I'm going to go for number two. Girl number two. girl number two, Smith and Weston M19 Snubnose Revolver. I'm going to say it's a draw. Sorry, that's yeah. two guns. Boring. Right, <laughs> a gun off. Gun off. That was a gun off. That was. Now, where are you getting all this information from? I, I've got an entire list of all of the uh, right. of all the uh, yeah of all the all the numbers. Actually, there he was documenting. Yeah, it. I was there. <laughs> Uh, right, go on then. So, Chris, n- another draw. Give me another girl. Of the girls? Yep, number girl. 1 to 21. I'm going to go for 16. Girl 16 is... God, you're picking all the guns. Uh, Yuka Nakawaga with a micro Uzi 9mm <laughs> submachine gun. That's girl 16, okay? And uh, I'll go for dude 16. Man 16. Dude 16. <laughs> Come on, Uzi for Uzi. Come on. Boy 16... <laughs> this is what we wanted. Kazushi Nida has a he has a coat hanger. <laughs> so, yeah, I think I've lost that uh, one. Chris Chris wins that yeah. one. Right. I don't see that fight though. Like he comes around the corner spraying news <laughs> everywhere. And his coat hanger just flies out at him and just drops on the floor. Yeah, it's quite it's quite a good game if you get it get it like that. Right, so uh, back to you, Sam. Uh, uh eleven. Boy number 11, uh, the Battle Royale GPS tracking device. Oh, God, he was used to see was. Yeah, but we'll have to have a debate. Depends what I've got, though. That's true, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. We'll have to... Surprise, yeah, we? okay, so what girl are you picking? Uh, I'm going to go 11 as well. Girl number 11. Oh, it's Masuko. That's the, what, the girl with oh, the sickle. I'm so, dead. <laughs> yeah, he's, I'm sorry, Sam. Sam's absolutely dead, dead yeah. against her. In fact, anything. I think... Doesn't she, in fact, kill him, I think? Yeah, she doesn't. She at that, that yeah. Like warehouse thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Let's have two more just for fun, right? Cool. So, Chris, uh, give me a girl. Uh, five. Girl number five is Izumi Kane with two hand grenades. 
Ooh. Nice. Uh, Double under. And so, <laughs> Sam, who are you going to give me? Boy, Only a 21. Boy 21 <laughs> is it's, uh, Kaziko Yamoto with a cloth headband. <laughs> <laughs> so yet again uh, a pretty one sided I'd look uh, cool though while I blew up wouldn't I yes. you're a good runner yeah. yeah one more time Sam just to try and redeem yourself uh, boy, 19 boy 19 I've done 19 already uh, I don't think you have boy 19 uh, it's a it's a gun uh, so that's a Beretta 92FS uh, Inox 9mm semi-automatic pistol lovely Chris so, girl I'm going to go for six. Girl, six. <laughs> good. I'm glad it paid back onto, uh, onto Chris on the last one. Girl, six is the girl with the megaphone who calls out to, you know, like, everyone, let's get together, and then just gets grilled down. Uh, yeah. Drop the so, weapon. Yeah. So there you go. That was the Battle Royale girls versus boys. In the end, it was one... Uh, two, three to Sam, but four to Chris. He uh, he, he just got in there. He had a little run there of, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I'll, I'll put that on the website. It's a game you can play at home. It's a pretty fun game, to be honest. Play it's like, with your kids. Yeah, real weapons. Kind of, yeah. yeah, top trumps, basically. Um, uh, I've got a related question for this, right? Mm-hmm. Why do you think they do give them such a, a wide array of weapons? Because... What point yeah. are they trying to get across there, really? You know, there's not... Mm. It's not that some kids are worse than others and the worst ones <laughs> get worse weapons, things like that, is it? Like, I don't no. know what the... And also... There should have been a sequence where they choose their bag. Yeah. I just feel like if you're not televising it, so you're not well, getting entertainment what, out of it, that's why... That's what I was going to say, yeah. You know, it seems a bit weird to go to that length to... That's what I was going to say. Without televising it, what's the point of having mixed weapons like that? They might as well all have guns and it'd be more gratuitous. I mean, yeah, it'd be the worst film, wouldn't it? It'd be less interesting as a film. Mm. But just as, as a competition, it just seems odd. Like, yeah. their motives are all over the place, aren't they, really? Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't understand that. No. But yeah. It, there are some grey patches. I do think it's a great film, but there are some kind of grey areas in mm. this. Uh, so day two opens and we get one of my favourite bits of the film, which I've titled here The Lighthouse Poisoner. Where basically Shuya wakes up in the lighthouse and it's where a group of girls have all teamed together <clears throat> to kind of like all be, I don't know, to all get on. And it's just like, it's just so well done, isn't it's, it? It's scene? absolutely so brilliant. Yeah. The first she like, one of them goes up and is like cleaning him up and she obviously fancies him and she's like telling him about who's died and like what's been going on. And then they go downstairs and there's just this brilliant bit where they're all talking and they don't know whether to trust him. And then one of them puts the poison because that's her weapon into the pasta. But she's because she thinks he's killed the ac- the guy. The accident, yeah, she. she thinks she wants revenge for. I the- mean, the, the other brilliant thing about this is that the start of the scene when you've got him in the bed, it's as though she's psychotic anyway, isn't it? And a bit yeah, weird. Yeah, she's trapped. So in, like, already misery, you don't really yeah. know. Yeah, it's like misery. You don't know what's going on there at no. all. And then they then it evolves in that situation where you're thinking, oh, actually, hang on, they've yeah. got it under control and they're all right. Yeah. Mm. And then um, it's done in that kind of Hitchcock way and that you yeah. see the poison but no one else does. And then that other girl breezes in like, oh, I'm so hungry. Oh, I'm going to have some pasta. And like, yeah. just starts gobbling it down. And then it all just goes fucking crazy. And they're just shooting the shit out of each other, aren't they? I mean, so like, good. Tarantino. I don't know why these... But some of them, like, who decide to gang together. Yeah. It's like, they know they can't be together at the end. No. Yeah, but I think you'd still... You try. You try. I think you. I still. A lot of people try. You better just getting on with it, on your own. Yeah. What do you say about Tarantino, Alex? Because I think I you're mean, right. It, that I just think this is such a. T- I mean, there's so many things like, in this that feel like Tarantino. He's ripped like, off a hundred times. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, yeah. he. One of the girls in this is in Kill Bill. Yeah. Um, mm. But I, I mean, love the. Yeah. You know, I love the bit. You know when um, the girl who's got the Uzi comes in, mm. and she kind of can't control it, and she's like going back and forth, her arms like yeah. spraying it around like that. It's a really like. Yeah. The whole thing, it's like, I mean, that, that you were saying about a TV series, this is why it would work, because this is yeah. this could be an episode, couldn't it? This is a story oh, yeah. in itself, and it's so well done. Yeah, but I mean, that's what I think, in a way, though, this is so perfect, and this is probably, what, 15 minutes or 10 minutes? It's, but I bet it's like, yeah, 5, 10 max, yeah. But I bet you, whoever bought this would make this an hour-long episode, and okay, it might be good. It's true, but, probably ruin it, but, but the magic of it is it's so this, fast. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's all you he, need, he did it, it? In, he did it in 10, yeah. I think it's because the... the Teenagers are so over the top that you can get all that emotion just like 
yeah. explodes out literally. Mm. Uh, and then you have the cut. Yeah, Shuya gets all crying again and says, "I don't know what any of it means." And I think you get that like black. Yeah, don't you have like it written out on the? That's one of yeah, the black, yeah, black writing strange yeah. days. And then things mm. get more weird because uh, Noriko has a dream about Katano. Uh, where they're like wandering around uh, like a bit of beach or whatever. Yeah, I've just read weird. the special edition thing. What it is is that it, you hear the dialogue at the end of the film. You don't oh, hear it okay. in the film, and it makes out that they're like good friends. Oh, okay. So are yeah. they then? Or apparently, yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. that's what I didn't understand. Yeah, it's yeah. weird. <laughs> so that was weird. That's all weird. And she wakes up and it's like, oh yeah, I had a dream about. I thought it had um, gone really weird at one point. I thought they were in like a relationship. That's yeah. what I thought when it first came up, yeah. I yeah. Thought, this is going the wrong way. Because there's another paedophile bit later on, isn't there? There's lots of that. And they're, and they're Japanese, so they're a bit that way anyway. Yeah. And he, see, then he, he brings an umbrella for her, doesn't he, as well? <laughs> I'm not quite that out. That's, that's, that's well-founded. That's well-known. Um, yeah, he brings an umbrella for her. Feel free to chime in any time, you two. With your, your thoughts on Japan, Japan I'm just moving on. I'm just moving on. Sam's, Sam's thoughts are not mine, shared by me. Okay. Um, yeah, so that's kind of weird, that, that whole sequence. Um, then we get more about Misuki. See, I, I thought that Misuki was the girl that won the previous... Uh, you know, the girl you see staring at the end of yeah. the... I thought that was her. But yeah. I wonder if you're just that mad look in her eye, you're supposed to just think, oh, that's what people who just get unhinged doing it look mm. like. I, I remember her being around a lot longer. I mean, I guess she's yeah. there all the way through. I remember being a bigger part of it, I guess because she's just so cool. Yeah. Like, I was almost expecting a showdown between her and Thingy right at the end of the film, like the very end well, of yeah. it. Well, yeah. Well, she has a big showdown right now with Kiriyama, yeah. but he has a bulletproof vest, which is a pretty good uh, one to have ended up with, uh, and he ends up killing her. Then we bounce back to the hackers, and this is probably the lamest bit of the film. Terrible. They hack in, and there's just all these shots of the soldiers, and the subtitles literally say, virus invasion, incredible speed, virus proceeding, connections down, and they're just like yelling like these weird hacker sentences, aren't they? Like <laughs> They're all just like freaking out, and there's that rubbish like, ha ha ha, like it's like a dressing like park, park like yeah. little yeah. graphic going on. That's probably um, what that reference is. I think it is, yeah. Yeah, yeah it, it's it's just a bit lame. This bit, it's very nineties. It's, <laughs> it's very nineties. Um, yeah. it it's like really um, do you remember that kid? In, was, <coughs> excuse me, was it the core? Was it the yeah, core? In the core, yeah, that it was kid. like yeah. 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 Oh fuck that kid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, so then basically, uh, they Kiriyama goes to the base where the hackers are, doesn't he? They've got a big bomb. I think he blows up the bomb. Uh, and then there's a huge face-off between um, Kawada and Kiriyama, which is amazing. That yeah. fight is like the bit of him. He's got all the blood when he's got the blood. Like, yeah, yeah. Down his, his eyes are gone all weird. Yeah, no. That's and I amazing. love the shots. You know, when he's like done for, and he's like wandering through the flames. It's so yeah. cool. It's so samurai. It's very well shot. It? This film. It actually looks like a movie. You know, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Like... Beautiful in bits. And the location's incredible as well, isn't it? Like the yeah. That's what I'm saying about the to see it this time. I never really realised how beautiful the island was i don't think before like it's mm-hmm. such a nice uh lush yeah. environment it's very yeah yeah no it's just it's it's all really really well done uh but yes then the kind of uh fake out ending sorry is that uh so you've only got three people left now you've got noriko shuya and kawada and kawada's like oh ha 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 not really i was doing all this to win the game um and he goes to shoot and then you kind of cut away don't you mm-hmm. uh, so we see katano and the soldiers say, let's go check the corpses. But then Katano's like, no, 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 don't check the corpses. Like, almost like he knows that it's not real, do you think? Mm. I mean, it kind of falls apart, doesn't it? Yeah. Mm. So then we see all of the people leaving, all the military go. Everything's like ended, as it were. The, op- the military side of the operation's ended. And you get Katano doing that weird, like, exercises, like, in the yard oh, yeah, on his yeah. own, which is pretty funny. Yeah. Um, That's a great shot as well, isn't it? The one, you know, from a boy from behind when he's the very, like, long yeah. shot of it. Yeah. Uh, and then suddenly, basically, as you could probably guess, uh, everyone's back. So Shuya, Noriko, and uh, Kawada, they're all actually still alive. Um, and they can't, yeah, it's just a bit like... Then he reveals that weird painting he's drawn, which is actually... That's by him that is oh by, is it oh, yeah God. 
Yeah, I love that painting so yeah. much. It's so funny. I mean, when they like slow pan over it, it's yeah. just like fucking awful. It's horrible, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. And, and I mean, because the point is, it's a painting of all the horrible things that have happened, but in yeah. the middle, I'm assuming it's Noriko with like a golden like halo around her. Like, he's obviously obsessed with her, isn't he? I'd look at on the wall yeah. that picture. But I mean, is, is, we, is <laughs> so that funny. maybe why the I'm boy you can't buy it? I bet you can. Can't yeah, you, you probably can buy yeah. a copy of it. Do you think that's why the boy stabbed him in the beginning? That maybe he was a pervert, the teacher, or? But that's what I—that's what I was thinking. Like, yeah, is there some other lines? Bit, yeah, like it, it feels like there's something we've missed, isn't there? Why is he so obsessed with her? Mm. Why is he out for the class apart from that one boy? And he kills that boy in the beginning. So I think he's just just because he was friends with her, he just wants—he doesn't want to die. Basically, he hates the rest of them. Is she the girl who runs into the class late at the start? <clears throat> think so. And they've all, all the rest of them have gone home, and she's and he's like, she's like, oh. I think so, yeah. Mm, yeah. So that would imply that she's the only good kid, though, I suppose, isn't it? Maybe. Anyway, he raises his gun uh, in a scene which is exactly like... Uh, it's a bit like falling down. Do you remember when he fell yes, down? Yes, yeah. <laughs> uh, they And then finally, Shuya actually kills someone who he's never actually killed mm. anyone at all, but he finally kills Katano. But, yeah, Katano's got a water pistol. Um, and then he, like, drags... It, he's, like, sitting there, has that weird phone call with his family... But he's not coming up, and then he, and then he just, like, eats that just cookie, doesn't he? Like, oh, they really were good cookies. <laughs> um, yeah, and he dies. Uh, and then the kind of the end, uh, Kawada uh, drives them back on a boat, but he's kind of done for as well. And we have some kind of like quite cheesy moving uh, bit when he's like about his because he played the game before and he's crapping at this bit yeah and his, his girlfriend <laughs> smiled because she made friends oh, I don't know yeah um, I, love that, I, love, yeah. I love that flashback when you see them get to the end you know because the girlfriend just stabbed him that's <laughs> so funny because <laughs> I thought it wasn't even that was the twist at the end was that the girl on the boat would do the same thing to uh, uh, yeah. you know would kill yeah. him as well like she'd knife the door yeah bit. But it, like, it seems pretty easy to get away with more than one person winning if you just have to like go bang bang oh I've won everyone and then they just leave everyone like if they're not going to check who the winner was at the beginning though they said it takes your pulse yeah and also why was there a TV crew there for that other game but there wasn't a TV crew there well they might have sailed time. the wrong way mightn't they that was for yeah. promotional activity yes. promotional use yeah. of, like, but, but also though like why didn't if that's the case, why didn't the army leave with the winner? You know? Yeah. I don't know. Take him to the promotional stuff. Yeah. But anyway, in the end, we hear Shuria, Shuria's voiceover and him and Noriko are now basically... On the know, run. Yeah, on the run. They're wanted by the government for defrauding the BR Act and the word run just comes up. No matter how far, run for all you're worth, run. Uh, and there's some very cheesy... Music with loads of close-ups of all the kids, like all the yeah. different. But then the t- it's a school photo, but the two other boys are in that photo for some reason. Yeah, in circles, like insert, like they died or like yeah. Um, yes, like they then... didn't turn up for the school photo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was yeah. Uh, and that is the end of Battle Royale. Uh, obviously, it's not the end of the film. There's actually technically a sequel, uh, which we could do. I don't mean I've never seen the sequel. Oh, have you not? Oh, well, maybe we could do it sometime. Um, but Lucy, yeah, Lucy said it's crap. It's not as good. It gets a bit more. Uh, it, tr- it in the same way we've said how this doesn't really have a kind of political or kind of message mm. that has too much. Oh, it goes too much into it, right? Okay. Yeah, it it adds one element to the game, which is pretty cool. Do you want to know what it is? Yeah. Uh, you are linked with a partner. So if you are somewhere on the island and your head explodes, their head explodes, wherever they are. I thought you were so, going to say giant robots. No, it's not giant I'm robots. not as impressed by that. <laughs> uh, yes, so that's the end of Battle Royale. Uh, the immensely, uh, immensely influential. So influential, it, it, it's invent- there's, a, there's a term just called Battle Royale, which just mm. means this kind of thing. An entire genre of games. Yeah. The biggest games in the world, Call of Duty, Warzone, uh, PUBG, yeah. Fortnite, yeah. they are all the biggest games in the world and they are all directly yeah. descended from this film. I mean, obviously this film wouldn't this film and the book wouldn't exist without uh Lord of the Flies or Most Dangerous Game, which we've talked about before. Yeah. 
There's a definite um, lineage. There's, there's there, still, there? I mean, it's yeah, it's not that. I mean, it's not the most original thing. Um, but yeah, but anyway. Uh, so, Chris, as a first-time viewer, what did you think of Battle Royale? Uh, yeah, I enjoyed it. I thought it really moves. It gets straight into it as well, which is quite good. And mm. I do love that cla- that classroom setup scene. Mm, yeah, brilliant. I was yeah. really with it. Yeah, it was really good. I was yep. like, why can't more of the movies we watch be like this? <laughs> yeah, just banging in like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And just really nicely <laughs> shot. It was like I was watching an art house film. You know, it was. Uh-huh. It's just really well, like, uh, art directed. Mm. The colours, uh, it's just great. And do you think, could the positives put, like, were the positives, did they outweigh the negatives? I think so, yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I don't, there wasn't many negatives for me, other than just a slightly lame ending, I guess. Mm. And just some inconsistencies uh, with the world. Some inconsistencies with the world. Uh, I think it would have been better if it really was just a teacher gone rogue mm. who happened to own an island or something. Right, yeah. Um, because it basically, it makes sense if it's kind of like, you know, someone who's gone rogue and sets up like a bit of a saw situation. Yeah. Mm. yeah. It, it doesn't make sense when it's like a government thing. No. It's more sinister if it is a government thing, but they just don't do enough to make that real, do they? Yeah. yeah. Like if they, they went all the way with it. It's a social media yeah. or something. Yeah, I guess social media wasn't yeah. a big thing and all, when this was... Also, the government don't really do anything. There's not a bit where anyone rebels and the and the soldiers shoot them or anything, is there? Like, I mean, what it needs is... and did, I think, did Hunger Games do this, where it cuts to the TV broadcast occasionally? Is that Hunger Games mm. thing? Yeah, there's things in... Oh, Running Man does it, doesn't it? Of course, Running yeah. Man does it. Oh, like yeah, if it, if it cut yeah. out to a studio where they were showing highlights yeah. of it and explaining a bit more about why the government were doing this to control the Japanese people, then that would make more sense. But also, I do think, though, that that, that might take away from the sort of magic of this, because it is so... Once they're there, they're there, aren't they? And, you know, we're yeah. isolated with them, and that's a good mm. thing, yeah. so... So, yeah, what did you think, Sam, after so long not seeing it? Well, it's not as good as I remember it. Mm. Um, but I think that's just an age thing, isn't it? Because, like, it was a very cool thing, wasn't it? Like, when we were at university, it was a very... All that blood and... And it was still... <laughs> yeah. Having a Japanese film in any capacity was still quite yeah. a novel thing at that point. Um, yeah. So it was always very, very cool. And, and I just I said still really, really enjoy it. And I thought it looked really nice. And... Um, yeah, like Chris said, in the art direction, because the colour of it, how saturated it is, and like sort of almost documentary isn't it, in the way it's filmed, mm. some of it, but then also got very well-composed shots. It's, it was a beautiful film. Uh, but I don't, know, I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is other than just like, it's just that nostalgia thing, isn't it, of where it, it, it had something, it had something that's gone. Mm. And I don't know what it is. And I just, it's just, I think it's just a, a fact that I'm not, you know, mm. 20 anymore, okay. and that's it, really, yeah. for me. I still enjoyed yeah. it. I just wasn't as, like... I remember I watched it an awful lot. Like that DVD, yeah. I watched it a hell of a lot. But I don't know. It might be because of all the video games and stuff since, you know, it's kind of like... Diluted it. Oversaturated with that storyline yeah. now. I don't, I don't really play any of those games, though. But you're right, they're like, I suppose the, the concept of it and Hunger Games as well, I suppose. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah just that idea. I mean, it's, yeah. Did it hold um, it for you, Alex? It's, yeah, no, I know. I really, really loved it. I think as it just as, yeah, like you say, like filmmaking as filmmaking, I think it's brilliantly done. I think it just, yeah, like it combines this very cinematic, like the violence is so cinematic and like the use of the classical music and stuff. But Oh, yeah, I didn't mention that, did we? Yeah, that's really good. It's very apocalypse now, isn't it, the way it uses that? Yeah, yeah, I love that. I I love when someone gets killed and it goes straight to that stream with like the the writing on. Yeah. I, Mm. I just love that. Yeah, but I think those bits with the kids are almost like almost like a TV series. Yeah. Like some of those bits are just like, oh, are you guys there? I mean, if you think about it, though, like, because you think of, like, the, the casting of Takeshi, beat Takeshi is so deliberate to yeah. subversively get it into people's brains, isn't it? Into, like, into the... Like, wasn't that the whole thing? People, it was so controversial in Japan because people weren't expecting it because they're like, oh, beat Takeshi in a big film, you know. It can't be ultraviolet. Yeah, yeah, he's quite mainstream, I guess. And if you think yeah. they're going from that way, then they're also, like, they're probably... You know, like Twin Peaks goes the first series goes from that like format of like a, a, a soap opera sort of thing and really mm. perverts it. This is like yeah. a teen movie, and it's perverted it. And we're probably seeing it from the wrong angle in that they probably yeah, started with a teen movie and then thought, "How can we fuck it up?" Yeah. Whereas now it, it's a fucked up thing where we think, "Oh, why are you going back to this teen movie?" You know what I mean? Like it probably always mm. oh, gone. He's had enough. <laughs> Didn't like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my best point of the whole he's thing. A big he's, fan. he's left. He's a big fan. Yeah. 
<laughs> Don't say anything bad about it. Fuck this. <laughs> right, I'm back. Um, <clears throat> what were we saying? Can you hear me? Um, I was making a really great point, but I've forgotten it now. So we'll no, it, I did hear it. It was all about you saying about the the other way about the teenage thing. Oh, that was it. I finished my point. Head. That was it. No, it was a very good point. Yeah. Um, no, I think I think <laughs> I think that other things have, have made this look not as good. But I still really enjoyed it, and I still think it. I still think it. It is a bit dated, but I do still think it holds up. Um, oh yeah, it's still enjoyable, and it's yeah. I mean, how long is it? Is it two hours? Doesn't, it's quite doesn't, long. Doesn't feel two hours. It, it, no. it, it, it speeds by, doesn't it? Mm. Yeah. Mm. No, it's, 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 it's yeah. One hundred thirteen minutes, and everyone in it is really good, especially uh, Beat Takashi. Um, There's yeah. no uh, no stunt doubles in that film. Either. You know that all, oh, they really? all did their own stunts. Yeah. Wow. I think they must be like from a musical theatre background mm. because like when they do all the spins and stuff, it fe- I feel like I think I read they that know the, what they're like doing. The, the casting was like thousands. Yeah, it was like, like Harry Potter, wasn't it? Down and down and down. Yeah. yeah. Like a Actually, lot it was like Battle Royale. They, they had a thousand <laughs> in. They killed 200 and eventually got down to the... Yeah. We're going to have tryouts. <laughs> <laughs> so where are we going to put it in the list? Uh I mean, yeah, I mean, Hunger Games is not even worth mentioning, but Hunger Games is is very far down uh, where it should be, somewhere down the bottom here. Um, it's not in the same league as it is the Hunger Games. No, like, it's not. I mean, really, all it does is make Hunger Games look worse because the only good thing about Hunger Games is the concept, and that was ripped off. So, you know, it's... Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I'll give you an opener. Yeah, How about it. number 28? Mm. I've uh, got that currently occupied by the fifth element underneath first contact. It's a good fun film. I'm just trying to find another good fun film, you know, which just keeps going, you know. Well, like Dreads um, at 30. I think Dreads kind of uh, got this, yeah, yeah, this level just... of violence as well. That just bangs through, doesn't it, quite nicely. Did you think it was less violent than you remembered it? Or is that... I don't know, it's pretty gory still. It's quite, but it's kind of fun gory, isn't it? It's yeah, Tarantino it's, oh, yeah. sort of yeah spraying blood. It's not like um, audition, no. Which mm-hmm. it's not unnerving. No, it's not. no, no, no. You're not, and also because you don't have that much of a connection to any of the characters, you're not that bothered when they die. Like you don't really feel that bad. No, I mean, there's no one who you're like, oh, well, I well, well him to have... what the 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 sickle one? Oh yeah, yeah. But she's a great it's worrying that you like her the most <laughs> i think um yeah i think 28 sounds i wouldn't put much lower than that i think it's definitely a top 30 film to be honest huh? above first contact is it better than first contact are they maybe like by dread maybe 29 29 i mean dread's a brilliant film guardians of galaxy i put high, it 29 it? yeah 29 it, guardians is too long yeah it's better than guardians of the galaxy yeah okay cool. okay well straight in there Fifth that was an easy good, one. So there's no, yeah. yeah, it's in good company. Mm. There you go. Battle Royale. Pretty high up. Pretty high up. Mm. Number 29. Yeah, that was a nice uh, high entry. We haven't had anything go in that high for a while, I would say. Um, so there you go. There you have Akira it. Was... about four weeks ago. Oh, okay. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> misinformed. Uh, that was Battle Royale. As I say, if you want to go and buy yourself a super duper looking copy of it, you can. It's out now on 4K UHD Blu-ray. Um, tons and tons of extras. I think you even get the second film on that. Um, uh, I'm pretty sure my copy's got the second film with it. I've just, I've some you never ever watched <laughs> maybe it. Maybe they just give, <laughs> they just give the second film away. Yeah. They're not very uh, confident in it. Um, anyway, what is next week, Sam? Well, next week we are uh, we are watching a film that was recommended to us by uh, the wonderful Rodney Asher, who I owe uh, Alex interviewed. Oh, yeah. Really fascinating interview. Seems a really nice guy, and uh, yeah, he spoke about his film Glitch in the Matrix and films that inspired that. And that film actually has lots of clips in it from other films, uh, including two films we're going to watch uh, next week and the week after. And the first of those is Virtuosity, mm. which I drew the short straw and um, <laughs> I'm doing. So I can't believe yes. I've never heard of that. I, we'll I think next week. Y- you know who what what the guy that directed it directed, don't you, Chris? I think there's no. a reason why we haven't. Uh, okay, yeah. we can we'll discuss it next right. week. We'll okay. get into next, next week. week. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, yes. Yeah, so, well, thank you very much. Join us. Uh, well, yeah. Before you watch, uh, listen to Virtuosity. 
go listen to that interview or, mm-hmm. or don't I don't know whatever you want to do uh, or watch it you can watch oh, yeah, it or on watch YouTube, my interview yeah, yeah whatever if you yeah, want to see me and him I mean you get to see him but uh, it's quite funny it's like a person like pottering around in the background yeah, quite a lot like yeah. they obviously just weren't bothered that it was being filmed <laughs> but uh, oh yeah they probably thought it would be edited out oh, right, uh, yeah. anyway well yes yeah, just to, they, just to be honest, they don't. I don't know if they know. They, if someone says oh, it's for a podcast, they might not go. They might not bother with. Might the video. video soon, yeah. Yeah, so I like that you told him I was too scared to watch his film as well. Oh, <laughs> did I? <laughs> At the end. Oh, I forgot. <laughs> Call me out for being a wuss. I thought, oh, thanks. <clears throat> I should have said that you've had sleep paralysis. So I, I think he did. I think he did tell him that. I okay, tell him that, he, yes, he would yeah. have respected that. I'm sure. <laughs> cool. Well, anyway, yes, thank you uh, for joining us. And, yes, we'll, we'll see you for Virtuosity next week. So all there is left is to say uh, goodbye, sayonara. Uh, from me, Alex Humphrey, and from Chris Redding. Ciao. Ciao. And from Sam Draper. Sayonara, dude. Bye.